the Kitchen Table Theology Podcast, where Pastor Jeff Cranston, along with our host, Jen Denton, will discuss biblical theology in an understandable way. You'll discover how to apply biblical truth to your life. Thanks for joining us at the table. Let's get started. Well, hello again, y'all, and welcome back to Kitchen Table Theology. This is Jeff Cranston with you. And uh, Jen and I are taking a little bit of a break. Lord willing, we will return with a brand new season of Kitchen Table Theology on May the 1st. But in the ensuing weeks, uh, we want to bring you a couple of very special features. Today's podcast is an interview that I had the pleasure of conducting with Dr. Mark Smith. Mark is currently the president of Columbia International University here in South Carolina and uh, has been there for five or six years. Dr. Smith also previously served as president of the Ohio Christian University. He was there for 11 years, and I found this really fascinating. He was able to increase the attendance of that university tenfold, 400 students when he arrived, over 4,600 when he left. Dr. Smith has also served as a dean, vice president at Indiana Wesleyan University, has a tremendous passion for young people, training people for ministry, and a great passion for higher education. His mission has been to help shape students into ministers and missionaries and ministering professionals determined to educate people from a biblical worldview so that nations may be impacted with the message of Christ. He's a uh, published author of a number of books, numerous uh, articles and uh, magazines and so forth. And uh, we had a great time as we sat here in my office, and uh, we talked about theology. We talked about the need for biblical literacy in our churches and among our young people. We talked about the need for us to train ourselves or receive further training along the areas of what we believe as Christians. And so I hope that you, as you listen, that you'll enjoy this, you'll take something from it as we listen to our interview today with Dr. Mark Smith, president of Columbia International University. Well, hi again, everybody. Jeff Cranston coming to you. Thank you for joining us again here at Kitchen Table Theology. We've got a special podcast for you today. Dr. Mark Smith is my guest, and uh, we're just going to talk about some theology. So, uh, Mark, thank you for joining us, and uh, we appreciate you being here. Wow, this is a treat just to come here and see your beautiful church and the way God's blessed you. God's doing amazing things today. We love that you are here. Mark is the president of my alma mater, which they've asked me not to say that, but in spite of that, Columbia International University in Columbia, South Carolina, and you have been there since 2000 and... I came five years ago. Five years ago, so, so 18, to, 17. To 17, the end of 17, I came in, yes. And has grown the college, the university. It's a college, it's a graduate school, it's a seminary. They're also connected with Ben Lippin, ben Lippin school, school on campus. Right. Yep. And both have grown substantially, one from about 1,000 the college has to uh, about 2,200, 2,300. And the Ben Lippin Schools has grown to uh, from 600 to about 1,100. It's a prime day right now. Everyone wants a values education, at least not, maybe not everyone, but a lot of people right. do. 
and uh, we're seeing that in our in our work today. Well, we're grateful for what you're doing. I'm really glad you're there, I'll tell you. And I just feel like I, I got a great biblical education when I was there, and of course, I met my wife there. So uh, CIU has a very, very soft place in our hearts. We, we love and love what's going on there. So we're going to talk for just a few minutes, Kitchen Table Theologians, about some theology and hear Mark's thoughts on that. And so, Mark, let's just jump in here. What is your sense of the state in the American church regarding theology and doctrine? Do you feel like it's strong in our churches? Do you feel like it's waning somewhere in between? I mean, you're seeing a lot. You see freshmen every year come in, and a lot of them are coming out of our churches. What's your sense as you travel around the country and the world? First of all, I'm very saddened by the average freshman who comes in today from our churches, and uh, they're biblically illiterate for all practical purposes. And when I say that, uh, what concerns me most of all is if you preach on the story of Daniel and the lion's den or David and Goliath, they may not even know those stories, and those have been for years, told over and over and over in many different ways. And so when you then get down to say, give me the books of the Bible, or let's turn to Leviticus, or where is Ecclesiastes, or when you say, what does this scripture say, such as uh, Psalms 119, which was drained into my heart, or grained in my heart to say, uh, I will keep your ways pure because... I've kept my eyes on you and my thoughts on you, and and that's the translation of that. But when you see that and you see today's student, it concerns me greatly. I've been doing this 20-some years, and we're at an all-time low, and our faculty are really saying we're going to have to start with the biblical literacy course, and we are discussing that. The second thing, though, that gives me great hope for the day is I have never seen such a hunger among these young people. They are not satisfied with the success factors that we all loved in the past. The generation that says, I have to have more, more, more. I need the new car. I need the new house. These young people don't care about that stuff. They come in and they say, I want something that's real and something that matters. And so when you start teaching them a new way and teaching them about the word, and teaching them about life thing, life change through the Word, wow, you can see uh, the light bulbs turning on. So we've got some young people that I just am so excited about. Uh, I was working with one. I mentor some young people when they come to me and ask to be mentored. And there's one young man. I said, he, he'll pastor a church of 10,000 or 20,000. I have no doubt in my mind. He's on fire. He's out of college two years. I'm still staying in contact. And he just contacted me and said, uh, Keep mentoring me because things are going great. And he is so eloquent in his speech. God has anointed him, and, and God's raising up some young men and young women. So I, uh, I told my staff and faculty and told the students, I said, I'm not disheartened, even though we live in biblically illiterate times, because I see a heart starting to seek that out again. That's really encouraging. And one of the reasons we started this podcast is I just saw personally an increase in biblical illiteracy, not only in, you know, folks that were coming to our church, 
But I was seeing it as we would interview young men and young women for ministry roles here at church. And I'm realizing they don't know God's word. And so I created a little like seven question quiz that if you were going to be on our staff here in a pastoral role, you had to pass it. I was embarrassed to give it to him, quite frankly, because I thought it was so simple. Right. No clue. No clue. But they wanted to be a pastor or be, you know, call me pastor or go into a pastor role. And then when I'm looking at the resume, they're coming out of Christian universities, coming out of our churches. And so my experience certainly aligns with what, what you've just said. So it really is, um, it really behooves us as church leaders to think, what, what are we doing? What are we teaching? I know here at Low Country Community Church, I talk to our children's ministry people all the time, are we teaching the Ten Commandments? Are we teaching the Sermon on the Mount? Are we teaching the books of the Bible? And so we have a, we sort of have a checklist for children that by the time they complete fifth grade with us, we know we have taught them certain basic biblical fundamentals, you know, but then, then it's up to student ministry and on to, to go from there. Um, Good. I, go I'll just jump in a moment. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. And here's something that this year, I'm so serious about this. I have cancer right now, and my life expectancy is probably not long, long. And as I fight that, having lost a left kidney and half of my right kidney, my urgency right now is at an all-time high. And so this past year, I said to our team, these students have to know the Word, because the Word is what changes lives. So we took $200,000 that we had never done before and put into small groups, teaching weekly the Word. Now, you go to chapel at a Christian college, and you go to class, but we wanted another level. And we are seeing that extra emphasis on the Word. And now we're doing something so simple as this. At noon every day, we're starting to play the Bible over our loudspeakers. We put speakers up just to have the Word playing over the noon hour. That's a great idea. Okay? Yeah. Just to say, let's get the Word in them. Let's do this intentionally. Wow. And I've said to our professors, let's make sure an English course, an education course, a math course, all is incorporating the Word. Mm-hmm. The Word's the difference in our lives. And so I think you're on target when you say you have a checklist because we're doing the same at our college to say we have to, with intention, with intentionality and with purposefulness, we have to say the Word has to, has to be taught today more than ever. Well, as an educator, and you've been doing this all your life, and I, I, didn't, do a, I didn't do a big introduction kitchen table theologian because we'll put Dr. Smith's bio up on the on the episode notes, but he's been in Christian education for decades, and uh, so from from your seat and all of that. Now, most of the folks who listen to our podcast are working their jobs. They haven't had the 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 benefit of a say a Bible college education or any any sort of theological training. For many of our listeners, the only systematic theological training they've they've had has been this podcast. What are some ways as a as a Christian educator that some of our folks who listen, if they wanted to take a next step, what are some ways that they can do that? What's available out there to folks? Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And I'm going to start practically with what I do personally. 
uh, right now, and I would challenge everyone listening to this to think about this. I go through the Bible every two years with six to eight other men. And that is, I do CEOs of companies. I'm doing an NFL football play, player right now. His name's Michael Bolware. Sure. He just won an NFL championship a few years back with Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Michael, I've got two CEOs that are billion-dollar company CEOs. And we do, like this week I read 30 chapters of the Word, 30 last week, and I'll have 30 this next week. And then we meet, or we put online our thoughts at the end of the week. And we say, what were the things that jumped out to us from the Word? That's something I do, even though I'm a college president and in the Word a lot mm-hmm. and involved in the Word a lot. I personally am saying, I need the Word in me. But the second thing today, what's so beautiful about the online arena and all the technical ideas we have out today is we have online classes that you can take at home on your own at two o'clock in the morning if you want to. And those classes can take you deep into the word with professors who have studied their whole life. I personally go in and listen to some of their lectures and say, wow, that just does so much for me. If you'd have been with me last night, two o'clock in the morning, I was in last listening to a guy named Jeff Creston. If could you imagine that? You could you well then you I guarantee you went right back to sleep. No, but you were teaching the word so beautifully and I wanted to do a few more I was coming down to speak for you and I wanted to look at it. But now at any time that I have a desire, I can get classes for credit or non credit. I'm associated with something called Shepherd's Global Classroom, where we have taken 20 key courses from the Word and have translated those in six major languages of, that serve 85% of the world's populations. Wow. You could get any one of those. You can get them. They're, they're free. And you can take time to study those uh, through Shepherd's Global Classroom. But all kinds of ways I see today, blogs. We have professors who do... Uh, Online for eight weeks, they're teaching revelations. Mike Naylor, Dr. Mike Naylor just taught just for anybody who wanted to get online at lunchtime for eight weeks, he taught what's going on with the end times, eschatology. And Dr. Mike Naylor did that, and it was so beautiful to do. We have one right now, Dr. Steve Johnson, who is uh, the president of the National Counseling Association, works on our campus, and Steve does an eight-week lunch where he just talks about biblical counseling. So if someone has a desire today, not only do you have the courses where you could study like a Master's of Divinity or get your bachelor's in Bible, but you could just take one course and learn. And that's what I love about the day that we live in. I tell our students often, if the Apostle Paul lived today, the internet would have been his tool. Really? He would have loved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although he did like shipwrecks too. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the you know that like you say that the opportunities available to us we, they weren't available to our parents. Right. It's just we're the first generation of that, and right. from a biblical training standpoint, my goodness. So, kitchen table theologian, I know in our audience that some of you have sensed a call to ministry. In your past, and for whatever reason, it got, you know, you sort of had to pull off the side of the road there, and maybe uh, you've just felt God stirring in your heart to get it 
up and going again and fulfill that call, CIU, Columbia International University, can help you to do that. And it's ciu.edu. And again, we'll put this in our episode notes for you. But uh, you can go on there and just surf around on uh, Dr. Smith, your website there. And uh, maybe you want to jump into a formalized degree program. Maybe you don't. But there's, there's, there's things available to us there. What do you um, – we, we need to start wrapping this up at, uh, here just in a moment. But what um, – you, you've helped us to understand what we can do to strengthen our own, our own walk and our own knowledge of the Word. And what I heard you saying was uh, you're doing a small group. Yes. So getting, with a sm- getting into a small group of other believers and iron sharpening iron and challenging one another, and here's what I'm getting out of the Word, what are you getting out of it? And then we teach one another that. Right. What are some of the, the what, are, what, what do you see out there in, in, the, in the future in terms of the American church? We'll just go back to that for a second, okay? Where do you see us going if we don't turn this around? You're seeing biblically illiterate students coming in from the American churches, and they, you're, you're saying they may not even know the story of Daniel in the lion's den. So that's scary to me. If that is not turned around, where do you see that taking us? Well, I think it's very beautifully laid out in the Scripture, but it's haunting as well. Where you see in the Scripture, when there was no word, the people forgot God. And uh, I was just reading a passage about that recently, and that's my concern is we are seeing just a turning so hard away from morals and values. Uh, one of my theologians there at the school said, Dr. Smith, don't forget to tell people that great doctrine produces great lives lived out morally. Uh, orthodoxy is what he said, produces orthopraxy. You practice whatever you know and understand and live. And I thought it was a good statement to hear him say that. But it's very concerning to me where we are. The hope, though, is this, that in the darkest days in England, George Whitfield, John Wesley brought to America. Uh, In England, we see that slavery was abolished basically by by those who fought so hard uh, and so long. And when you see the darkest days and you see that word, it begins to shine brighter where it is. Right now, and I can't mention the country, we have 1,500 students from one country. We have, by the way, 35 countries taking classes, begging us for the Bible. One country has 1,500 students. We were just told that'll double to two or 3,000 in the next year because they're so hungry for the word. So if you believe that sometimes the spirit moves across the world in different countries and America is starting to withdraw from the word, I believe that God's going to have his spirit hover in some other places. And that doesn't speak well long-term for judgment reasons for America. We are going to be judged for some of the practices we are, we are, we are promoting right now. And the $60 million, $60 million lives that have been killed through abortion, we're going to be judged for someday. We did not practice God's word. And, and 
I would say, but at the same time, God's going to still be reaching and his word's going to be seeking. And I have great hope. I, I've not lost my hope in this day personally in my battle, and I've not lost my hope uh, because I believe the Spirit of God is so alive and so working in our world that I'm seeing lives changed every day. I see it on college campus. I see students whose lives are totally being turned around, and that gives me the greatest hope today. God's Word is alive and well, and we can we can look forward to a great future. And His Word's going to last forever. That's what's so beautiful. Yeah. Well, that's a wonderful place for us to end. You're leaving us on a with a high note, which uh, which which we love. If uh, someone listening wants to know more about CIU, what what do they need to do? Well, I would say two things here. First of all, contact us at, at uh, Columbia International University at ciu.edu. That's very simply. And I would say also, I'd make an appeal if you won't be upset with me. There's <laughs> 200 Bible colleges. Christian universities are shrinking, 10 to 15 close every year. Don't be afraid to support us. We are doing hard work, and we need support. We need those who send the 50, 100, uh, $5,000 checks. That's what I go out and do all the time. And to an alum who's been so successful, I just make that appeal to say, don't forget us out here. We are, we are producing the Jeff Cranston's of the world. And God then takes over and does a great work, and look what God has done here in the low country. Thank God. Well, kitchen table theologian, um, listen to that. Take that to heart. There, there, there's great work being done, great men and women being produced out of CIU. And I wanted you to hear from Dr. Smith. So, Dr. Smith, I'm very grateful for your time and for coming in a little bit early uh, in your weekend with us here at the church uh, to, to talk to our audience. And Kitchen Table Theologian, again, if you want to know more, ciu.edu, help you take uh, take your study of God's Word a whole lot deeper, and there's a lot of different options there for you. Go and check it out. And if God leads you to uh, support them financially, and uh, especially prayerfully, because it's a spiritual warfare, and there's a lot going on. I read today if somebody jokes about spiritual warfare or laughs at spiritual warfare, it's because they've never entered the battle. That's right. That's and so right. it's a real thing. It's a real, real battle. And uh, so Dr. Smith and everybody at CIU standing strong for God's Word. And if you've been a Christian any amount of time, you know some of the things that come your way because of that that are not uh, always that much fun. But uh, anyway, Kitchen Table Theologian, thanks again for joining us. Remember that uh, the real power of theology is not only in knowing it, but applying it. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Kitchen Table Theology Podcast with Jen Denton and Pastor Jeff Cranston. Join us next time for more insights into biblical truth. If you'd like to know more on today's topic, you can check out the show notes at jeffcranston.com. You can also email us at pastorjeff at lowcountrycc.org. If you're enjoying this podcast, would you consider leaving a rating and review on iTunes? We deeply appreciate your help in getting the word out. And be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or in your favorite podcasting app to continue this journey with us as we learn about and apply God's word to our lives. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time here at Kitchen Table Theology.